motherhood, marriage, and all things adulting. That's what you'll find each week here at the Chaos Under Control podcast. What's up, guys? I'm your host, Emily Richardson, and I'm so excited to share this transparent and relatable space with you. So grab a coffee, invite a friend, and let's hang. Hello, hello. How's it going? My name is Emily Richardson, and I'm so pumped that you are here today. And if this is your first time here, I know it's not going to be your last because I voted and you have to come back for every episode from now on. So welcome. But if it's not your first time here, then you are very familiar with how things go around here. So as stated in our last episode, again, we're emphasizing chaos this season. My son is playing with Hot Wheels right now. You will hear that in the background. My dog also keeps just licking thin air. I'm not sure what's up with that. So you'll probably hear that too. But nonetheless, we have a great episode planned today. And it is an episode submitted by someone on Instagram. And they said to me in the submission, they said makeup and products you swear by or products you can't live without. But it was something like that. But I wasn't sure if they were saying makeup products that I can't live without or like an episode on makeup and an episode on products I can't live without, if that makes sense. So today is just makeup. And then I'm going to do a separate episode another time about products in my home, things I found on Amazon or whatever it is that I just swear by with my everyday life. So today I'm very excited because our last episode was really on the heavy mood side of things, but today's episode is much more fun and inviting. So again, we're going to ignore the background noise. I'm sorry if he gets to be a little rowdy, but it is what it is. I don't have a babysitter, so here we are. All right, so... Today is episode 74, and we're calling it Makeup Mamacitas. So here we are. As some of you might know, or maybe you don't know, I've competed in several beauty pageants over the years, and I also got certified as a makeup artist from the Academy of Makeup Arts in Nashville, Tennessee. I have modeled in Atlanta and Miami with photographers like AJ Day, who photographs many successful models and pageant ladies. I've modeled for several other photographers, boutiques, and makeup artists. I was also a Hooter girl, Hooters girl excuse me, in Nashville for three years as well. Now I'm just clearly telling you how fabulous and famous I am. That's what all of this is about. So if you don't know, I'm wonderful and that's that. I'm just kidding. I tell you all of that because for years, I literally mean years, makeup was at the forefront of my everyday life. And I mean, if you think about it, I was doing pageants, I was doing modeling, I was being coached for pageants. I was, when I was a Hooters girl, I worked double shifts, which was 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Three days a week, I had to have my makeup and hair done for all of those shifts. I was completely consumed by makeup. I went to school for makeup and I loved it. I loved everything about it and I still love makeup, but you wouldn't know that looking at me now. But I do love makeup just as much. But the thing is, is that now I'm a stay-at-home mom. So it's not really a priority in my life right now because I don't even wear a bra most of the time because I'm at home with my toddler. But from about 2013 to 2018, my whole world started with makeup. My, my day, as soon as I woke up, brush your teeth, makeup. That's how it had to be. And I ended my day learning about makeup, applying makeup, or practicing to compete in an event that was based around makeup. So makeup was huge for me. And now it's kind of culture shock and it's been really hard. I'm not going to lie. After Tyler and I got married, I still, of course, could go and 
you know, go to Ulta and ball out and go to Sephora and buy all the things. And for all those years, 2013 to 2018, if Sephora was open and the lights were on in there or Ulta, you could find me there. And now I get so guilty if I spend money like that on myself. So the fact that I don't need to dress up anymore and I don't really have anywhere to be, I don't spend a lot of money on makeup. But even though that's the case, I still have that knowledge that I learned from being coached in pageants by people like Lindley Meyer, who has been on Glee, who is in a Lady Annabella music video, who's been on Disney Channel. She was my pageant coach. I've done other pageant trainings as well. I've had interview training done by her and several other people. I've worked with photographers. I went to the school for makeup. I did all of those things. And so I have a lot of knowledge, not just from the makeup side, but the photography side. I've been uh, on photo shoots where I've been the model, and then there are photo shoots shoots where I've done makeup for the models. So, hey, can we not crash the Hot Wheels, please? Thank you so much. Um, sorry. But I've been on both sides of the camera, and so I've seen makeup on stage. I danced for years growing up. I had to have makeup done for that. I did competitive dancing. So I know makeup on stage, off stage, on camera, off camera. I know the ins and outs of it, and though I haven't applied it in my life, and when I do wear makeup, or I haven't applied it in my life recently, and when I do wear makeup these days, it's very minimal, I still do have that love and appreciation for makeup. And I'm actually going to say something on this podcast I have not said to anybody else except my immediate family and my husband. If you know me, this is great. You probably maybe would assume this, that I would go back to this one day, or maybe you just thought that I would try something new. I am in love with makeup. I love everything about it. I love everything about beauty. I love wedding days. I love pageants. I love all of it. And it's not that I'm a girly girl, but I just enjoy the art of makeup so much. Y'all, he's driving me nuts with those Hot Wheels right now. I'm so sorry if you have to hear that. Hey, buddy, why don't you go play over there? Can you go play on the floor for mommy, please? Not on the table? It's really loud and it's hurting mommy's feelings, okay? Thank you so much. I love you so much. Yeah, go play with them on the floor, okay? So I love makeup. I love everything about makeup. And I mean, people that know me have always said that I was a great makeup artist or I was great with pageants or modeling. And so it made sense for that to have been my calling, which is what I thought it was. And then when I got married to Tyler and he's in the military, we moved around and I've already talked about that on here, but it didn't work out to really be in the beauty industry at that point. But we have talked about it and I wanted to go back to school for it while Tyler was deployed, but there's not a school locally that I can attend. And with COVID, it made it really hard. But I am going back to cosmetology school, but I say back, I've never been to cosmetology school. I went to a school to be certified as a makeup artist, but I would like my license so I can do hair and makeup for pageants and models and weddings, that sort of thing. That's what I want. That's what I love to do. And right now I'm a stay at home mom for my family. It's what's best for my family. And I don't mind that. But when it comes time to put myself first again, or put my career first, I'm going to go back to school. And that's what I'm going to do because I've tried, I tried a dental assisting program. I tried several different things and it's just not for me. Makeup is my honey hole. And so I'm so excited. I just dropped that truth bomb on y'all. So no one else knows that yet. It's not a secret. It's just something I haven't said yet. So you're the first to know. Congratulations. But he's back at that dadgum table. Hey, hey, let's not make the nutcrackers fight each other right now, okay? 
why does he have to make everything fight each other? Is that a boy mom thing? Like, he will make literally anything fight each other. His wood racetrack for his Hot Wheels fight each other. It makes no sense. Stetson Miles, play in the floor, please. Again, chaos under control. Chaos. Not under control, but there is chaos. Okay, so moving on. I'm going to actually get into what today's episode is about since I've just rambled on, but I am going to have some tips and tricks and some, uh, excuse me, some superior products, in my opinion, that I think you need to have in your makeup bag. All right, so I have one, two, three, four sections. They're numbered, but each section's very different. So sets and miles, stop, please. Play in the floor. Sit down and play in the floor. Leave the table alone, please. Please, and thank you. This child, oh my gosh, he's staring at me. He wants me to laugh. He's trying to make me crack. I will not be bullied by a two-year-old. I will not. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Mom life. All right, so point number one. This is huge. As far as makeup goes, if you know everything else about makeup but not this, it's just, it doesn't matter. And there's a reason it's called what it is. Know your foundation. There's a reason it is called foundation that you put on your face. Because it is the foundation for everything else to be put upon to make a beautiful, take a beautiful canvas of your face and make it a beautiful work of art for whatever you are doing the occasion for. So if your foundation is not right, everything else isn't going to matter. So Stetson, stop. Please, thank you so much for being a good listener and stopping. Thank you. Thank you. Bless it. So, knowing your foundation. Here's a few of them listed off. There's matte foundation, dewy, age-defying, airbrush, mousse, stick foundation, cream to powder foundation, full coverage, minimal coverage, lightweight, wax-based. So many choices. I could probably go on for hours, but I'm not going to do that because we don't have that time. But here's the thing. Knowing the names of all of those foundations and knowing, oh, this is matte, this is what matte does, blah, 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 or this is minimal coverage, this is what it does, that's great, but here's the thing about it. You have to know what kind of skin type you have so you can know what kind of foundation you need. I mean, he's acting like a bull in a china shop for no reason. Bless. Okay, so you have to know what kind of foundation you actually need because it does you no good to go and buy this $80 foundation that is so fabulous that the celebrities use or whatever, I don't know. Nonetheless, it doesn't matter if you buy that because if you buy a matte foundation and you have very dry skin, you're setting yourself up for failure. That's just how it is. That doesn't make any sense. That's like having a grease fire and throwing water on it. Like you're asking for things to go south. So make sure you know that if you buy a certain foundation that you have to make sure your skin type aligns with it. If you want to buy a matte foundation, make sure that you don't have dry skin or make sure that you're at least moisturizing so heavily that you can wear it, which I'm not sure why you would want to wear matte when you could just wear the correct foundation. So yeah, like age-defying. If you want to wear an age-defying foundation, that's fine, but stay away from really pressed powders that will matte your foundation down because all it's going to do is enhance those wrinkles and those spots. You really want to make sure that you're acknowledging where your skin is, what type of skin you have, the texture of your skin, so that way your foundation is really complementing that. So again, it doesn't matter how much money you spend on foundation. It doesn't matter what your BFF uses or what this girl on Instagram uses. It doesn't matter people who message you and say, I work for this makeup company. We sell this makeup and look how good it looks on these girls in the pictures. Yeah, all those girls may have the same skin type. 
but you need to see a girl with your skin type try it out and then see there's actually a makeup company. It's a very famous makeup company, Indirect Sales. I bought a foundation from them years ago, like probably seven years ago. And the girl that I bought it from is stunning. She's never had a pimple in her life. Like she's flawless. We do not have the same skin type at all. Complexion, none of that's the same. But she told me, she's like, yeah, this is the foundation I wear and I sell it. You should buy it. So I did thinking it would look that way on me. Lo and behold, it literally ran down my face like a popsicle melting on the 4th of July. And I was like, okay, I just spent 50 something dollars on this foundation and it's mortifying. But yet I saw her on Facebook Live all the time using the foundation and it looked great on her. And I couldn't figure it out. And then I went to makeup school and the guy told me, he's like, think about it. This my, one of my instructors, she told me, he said, think about it this way. If you go get your oil changed and you get the wrong oil put in your car, but it's an expensive oil and it's a very good one, but it is not the right oil that your car needs to be driven down the highway, your car is not going to be operating properly. You're going to mess your car up because though it is a good oil, it doesn't matter. It's not the one your car needs and it can work great for somebody else's vehicle, but if it's not what your car needs, it doesn't matter how good it is. So keep that in mind. All right. Point number two. Products have several uses outside of their label. This is huge for makeup. And when I found out these things right here, I was so thrilled because I love things that are multi-purposeful. That was just huge for me. So here's some examples. Your lipstick can also double as undertone corrector or a blush. So some people will put green uh, lipstick, I guess you could call it, or like a green lip gloss We'll put that on their face to balance out their undertones and put that on before their foundation. I don't personally like to do that because it just smears sometimes and then it peeks through, but you can do that. So people will do that. Or there have been times that I left my blush at home or I couldn't find it and I dabbed some light pink lipstick on my finger and I rubbed it on my face and blended it very well and it works as blush. So that's something that's really fantastic. You can get your money's worth that way. Now, when I say lipstick, if it's a matte lipstick, that's not really what you want. You want to be able to blend it because as soon as you apply it, it's going to dry and it's going to stick. So make sure that it is blendable, the lip product. All right, next one. Eyeshadow also works great for filling in your eyebrows or using as an eyeliner or highlighter. This was my favorite tip ever. So I do like to use a pomade, a brow, dip brow pomade on my eyebrows now, but there have been so many times for photo shoots or just anything that I've actually done makeup on a photo shoot on a model and I could not get her eyebrow color right with the pomades that I had. I tried to mix them, had several colors and it just didn't work out well. And so I had an eyeshadow palette and several of them, I should say, but I had one from the makeup school that I graduated from with like 70 different colors and it. it was huge. And I was like, wait a minute. And I got the eyebrow brush, I cleaned it, dried it off, and I dipped it in the eyeshadow and put it on her brow, and it worked great. And the thing about eyeshadow is just like on your eyelid, it's buildable. So sometimes with pomades and things like that, you dip it in the pomade, put it on your brow, and it goes on really heavy. But the powder is so blendable and buildable that it looks so natural, and it just goes right with the hairs, and it really looks nice. So make sure that if you're a person that's just starting out with makeup, or you really want to get more bang for your buck with your products and you just don't do like a smoky eye with those brown colors a lot, but you have brown hair, 
If you want to start filling in your eyebrows, get something similar to your roots. A little lighter is usually the best way to go, in my opinion, so it's not so bold on your face all the time. If you just go a little bit lighter than your roots in an eyeshadow palette, dip that in there, put it on your eyebrows, and then get the other end of the eyebrow brush, the spoolie part, and brush through that and blend it in, you will be so excited that you found a use for that product. If you have like a, a light color eyeshadow that's very shimmery, peachy color, those work great for highlighters. You can put some on your nose or on the top part of your cheekbones. All of that is great use for eyeshadow. All right, bronzer. This one is, I well, actually, I'm going to combine this one and the next one. So bronzer is also good for eyeshadow in some cases. So you can, Stetson, Stetson, inside voice, the silent inside voice, okay? Thank you so much. He's on another level right now. It's a lost cause. But bronzer is great as well for eyeshadow. If you're just in a pinch and you don't have your eyeshadow with you, you can use it. The only thing about bronzer is that oftentimes it can be a little shimmery. And if you don't like shimmery eyeshadow, that can be kind of a, uh, a little situation. But if you got to do what you got to do, bronzer does work as eyeshadow. Now on that same coin, summer face powder so if you tan easily or you, you spray tan a lot and sometimes you forget to do a spray tan or you have your summer foundation and powder and your winter foundation and powder, you know what I mean. You can use your summer powder that you use to put on your face after the foundation. You can use that to contour with in the wintertime. Now, it might be a little darker than you want depending on how tan you get in the summer. But for me, I don't usually get super tan in the summer. I used to lay in the tan in bed and I do not anymore. So I don't get all that tan. So my summer found, or my summer um, powder that I use after my foundation is great to use for my contour in the winter. So I'm getting to use that and use it up and not let it go to waste or get nasty and bacteria in it all those months waiting for summer again. So those are super huge. Some ways that you can utilize products outside of what they are labeled as. So those are great. Point number three is some hacks that I have for you. Now there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, but I could have listed a million, but we don't have time for that. So here are the eight hacks that I have for you. Concealer around your brows will make them pop. Okay. Here's the thing. Some people don't fill in their eyebrows. I do because I have little spots that I think could use I have hairs that grow in blonde which is weird and the rest of my hair is dark but in my eyebrows I have random spots where there are blonde hairs and it just looks patchy and so I decide to fill them in some people judge people who fill in brows if you judge me congratulations I don't care but I fill in my brows some people don't but if you do fill in your brows especially if you wear eyeshadow and fill in your brows get a concealer brush dip it in your concealer and trace around the outside perimeter of your brows and just kind of smooth it out and don't go too crazy close with it you don't want to get the concealer all in your brow but just kind of trace the outside of it and then blend it in really well and that is going to really define your brows and make them pop it really makes a difference it does so that's something you can do also moisturize your entire face the night before if you are someone that wakes up every day and does a full face of makeup that's fine or if you just wear minimal makeup it doesn't matter but our skin was never created on this earth with the intention of wearing makeup that is something that something that humans invented all of these products are man-made so that's not something that our skin is meant to handle day in and day out without treating your skin in return 
So every night I like to get, I have a container of, what's it called, Cetaphil, Cetaphil, something like that. I think the lid is green or something. It's very standard, just a Cetaphil moisturizer. And I pull the lid off and I just scoop out a very generous amount on my fingertips and put it all over my face. And the next morning, my face is still a little greasy, but my skin is so smooth and you can tell it's just been so nourished and hydrating. And I let it just be that way overnight. And it's so nice. So if you're a person that does makeup every day, make sure that you are giving back to your skin what your skin is losing from all of those products. Please go play with your toys, okay? So definitely make sure you're moisturizing. That is huge. Also, do a lip scrub occasionally, especially if you plan on setting your lips. So when I moisturize, I usually do a lip scrub every three days because my lips get really dry in the winter and I don't want to irritate them. You can make a lip scrub. There are plenty of recipes on Pinterest. You can buy them from Ulta and little containers, big containers. There's all types of things. But what you're doing is you're getting that dead skin off of there. But if your skin is so dry and your lips are so chapped, you're really going to irritate it oftentimes. So just be mindful of that. But if you wear a matte lipstick especially and you don't want your lipstick to smear, you cannot put matte lipstick on crusty, dry lips with dead skin on it because it's going to look flaky. It's not going to be smooth and it's just not going to feel well and sit well. It's going to feel like sandpaper all day. So put that lip scrub on there. You can do it right before you start your makeup. You can do it the night before, whatever you want to do. What I do is the night before when I do that set of fill container, I put it on my lips as well. It burns sometimes if my lips are really chapped, but I've done very well at keeping my lips moisturized with chapstick. So now it's not so bad, but I put the, it's a all over face moisturizer. I put it on my lips as well, not just my face. And it really soaks through throughout the night. So the next day, if I put on makeup, my lipstick can really have a good, smooth, clean slate to sit on and not just grungy lips. So that's super huge as well. While we're talking about lipstick, this is a trick that is super important. If you put on lipstick and you notice that all day it feels like you're looking in the mirror to see if you have lipstick on your teeth or you just seem like you have it on there every five seconds and you can't figure it out, all you have to do after you put on your lipstick, stick your thumb or your pointer finger in your mouth like a kid sucking their thumb, stick it in there and run your finger around the the how do I say this? Like the inside of your mouth, but around your the outside of your lips, inside your mouth, if that makes sense. So just run it around your lips while your finger is inside your mouth and then pull it out. And what that's going to do is that's going to wipe off that excess that would end up on your teeth. And I'm not saying you'll never get lipstick ever on your teeth if you do that, but it's going to decrease it by like 99%. It's a fabulous trick and it works great. Keeping down the list, prime your face before foundation. Even if you moisturize your face with a great moisturizer, that's great. But your makeup, I don't care what brand it is. I don't care how great your skin is. It's going to sit better if you put primer on your face before your foundation. You prime the walls before you paint them. Your face is being painted just like you paint the walls. It's no different. Primer makes everything sit better. So when you do primer, you need to make sure it's a primer that matches your skin type, just like your foundation. Research primers. If you want to get a drugstore one or a high-end one, it doesn't matter. Pick which one you think you can afford and which one you would like, but make sure that it correlates with the type of skin that you have and it will go best with your foundation because of that. 
Once you put your primer on all over your face, you don't have to be heavy with it. Just put it on your face and let it dry. Do not put it on while it's wet and immediately go to town or you're just going to mix the product with your foundation and you're going to have splotches and your makeup's not going to sit evenly because some spots will be more primed than others. So be mindful of that. Another trick, look out now. Another trick is hairspray on the eyebrow spoolie. So after you do your eyebrows, how I told you, you get the spoolie and you smooth them out and blend them out. Spray hairspray on the spoolie and then just run it through your brows and it's gonna set your brows if you don't wanna pay the money at the store for a brow set. So you can do a brow gel or they have all different types of set you can put on your brows so they don't smear throughout the day and none of that mess. Some people aren't worried about that anyway, but if you wanna go all out and set your brows, you can do that with hairspray. Some hairsprays are better than other though. Some sprays are more liquidy. Some are more of a mist. It just, you never know. So figure out which hairspray works best for you and your eyebrow product, but that is an option. All right, for a more blended eyeshadow look, apply eyeshadow with a blending brush. I do this every time I wear my eyeshadow. It is a game changer for me. So when I first started really doing eyeshadow and doing smoky eyes and all that, I noticed that when I would use eyeshadow brushes, they were more packed and confined, and I would put it on my eyelid, but it felt like I would sit there and blend forever to make my eye raw, but where I put it on my eyelid was just so packed and dense and so defined, and I couldn't smooth it out and blend it out well. And I figured out over time that if I use the brush, the small blending brush that I blend out the eyeshadow with, if I apply eyeshadow with that brush, you can always go back with the define brush and touch up certain spots. But I apply it with the blending brush because then it's being applied in a blended form. Like I'm trying to figure out how to word that. Rather than packing it on in a certain spot and then having to go through the trouble to blend it out, some eyeshadows, as soon as they touch your skin, they're going to start sitting. And if you wait too long, even it's going to be a hassle to blend it out. So I just find it easier to get a small blending brush. They have different sizes. Put the eyeshadow on there and just tap it. Stetson, please stop doing that. You're going to break it. I get the eyeshadow brush and I just tap it a little bit to get the excess off and then I put it on there and I immediately put it on in the circular motion as if I was blending out eyeshadow. They're all gone. You ate them all. That's how I do it. I'll get you some in just a minute. Go play. Oh, this child and his cheese puffs. Go play, please. I'll get you some in just a little while, okay? No. No, right now. Go play. And if you put it on with the blending brush and you blend as you go, you're really going to save yourself some time as well from going back later to try to really blend out that harsh line that you can't get blended because you packed on your eyeshadow with a dense brush, if that makes sense. So definitely give that a try if you're struggling with that. All right, last point on this list. The Tinkle brand eyebrow razors have changed my life. I have not gotten my eyebrows waxed, ever microbladed, none of that stuff, in forever. I haven't gotten waxed in years because I use the Tinkle brand. They're from Amazon is where I got mine. And it's a pack for like $4.99. And it's a pack of like five of them. And there are these razors, these long stick, and it's got a little razor on the end. And you use them to trim around your eyebrows to clean them up. But the great thing about them is that you can get the peach fuzz off your face with them. You can get any little hairs like that off of your face. And if you get in the habit of trimming your little peach fuzzies off your face, your makeup will sit so much better. It's unreal. I had these like sideburns and like this beard situation going on after I had Stetson. I get 
still to this day, I get all these random little separated black hairs on my chin and neck that like after a week look like they're about to grow into like an Amish beard. And I don't know if that's for the testosterone from having him or what, but like it's full on beard mode and I have to constantly pluck them and pull them out. But then like where my sideburns are, my hair is so blonde right there, but it gets so thick and I will get like legit sideburns. So I have to get those little peach shaver things, shave off my eyebrows or not shave off, excuse me, shave up and around my eyebrows, clean those up. And then I use those little shavers as well to clean up my peach fuzz. And I'm telling you, I do it above my lip, my upper lip. My makeup sits so much better because my face is so much smoother and it just looks better. I love it. So definitely look into those. If you want the link for those, if you have trouble finding them, just let me know. I'll be glad to send that link to you. All right. So that is that list as far as the hacks and then the several uses of products and knowing your foundation. The last section on this list is product must-haves. Now, I, again, have not went to Ulta and Sephora and balled out in a long time. I used to go in there and I would be like, ooh, a new eyeshadow palette. I'm going to try it out. Or, ooh, you guys recommended this on Instagram. I'm going to go buy it. Which products do you want me to go buy and then review? Like, that's just not something I do. So, it's been a while since I did that. But there are products that I still, to this day, have to have. Like, I won't go in there and just ball out. But there are some products, like, I'm just, I'm going to have to have those in my makeup bag. I can budge with certain drugstore foundations, you know, whatever. I can deal with that. I can deal with drugstore mascara or any of that. But certain products... If I'm doing my makeup, I have to wear these or I'm just not going to fool with it. So first one is Kylie Lip Kits. You can love or hate the Kardashians. I love them and nobody's ever going to change my mind and I don't care. But even if I didn't love them, her lip kits are phenomenal. Phenomenal. I haven't tried any of Kim's stuff. I just haven't. Judge me. I'm sorry. But Kylie's lip kits, I have never looked back. I started buying those when I moved to Nashville in 2016 and I have never stopped. They are incredible. When I worked at Hooters, I told you I would go in at 10 a.m. and get off at 10 p.m. And our makeup had to be done and it had to, it didn't just have to be done. It had to look good. Like everything had to be set in place. We couldn't look greasy and oily. We couldn't have smeared lipstick and look nasty. Like we had to look good at all times. That lipstick could go on in the morning before I left my house and it would be fine until the end of my shift. It was so, so good. And it works great when you really exfoliate your lips, moisturize your lips, take care of your skin. I love her lip kits. Love them, love them, love them. I cannot praise them enough. So moving on from there is airspun powder. There are a million and one different types of setting powders in the world. And I know some people are picky about their airspun or their setting powders, and that's fine. The one powder I've used that my stepmom used growing up when I was growing up, and I remember the smell. I will always remember the smell. I love it. His airspun powder. She still uses it. I use it. It's just I was raised using it and I never stopped. It's kind of like that mascara that's hot pink and I think green that everybody loves. I haven't used it in years, but it's like that for me. I love airspun powder. I use it to set my foundation and my concealer under my eyes, my forehead, around my mouth. I use it and I love it. And I don't ever plan to change it. Even if they come out with something better, it's like $6 and it lasts me forever. So I love airspun powder. All right, next one is Beauty Blender. That's how I choose to apply my foundation and sometimes my concealer. Some people like to use a foundation brush. Some people use their hands. 
There are all different types of methods. I don't love foundation brushes because they leave brush streaks on my face and I just don't love that. Um, I don't hate using my hands, but I also feel like a lot of products get product gets wasted on your skin because your skin gets warm and absorbs it so fast. And I don't want the product on my hands. I want the product on my face. Go play with your toys. You got all those toys. Go play with them. But with the Beauty Blender, um, I've noticed that it just blends very well. It doesn't leave streaks or lines. And even though it is a sponge and it absorbs, I soak the sponge beforehand and I wring it out. And because the sponge is already wet, it's not trying to absorb as much, if that makes sense. So like the dampness of the sponge keeps it from absorbing all of my product. I just personally prefer a beauty blender. I used to use the orange one. I forget what that brand is called. You can get it at Walmart or anywhere, Ulta. I used to use that one and they changed the formula, something about it. It and it's so stiff now and my makeup does not sit well with it at all and now I use a just a pink one and I think it's like the elf brand and it works great so there's tons of beauty blenders on the market you can find what works best for you Alrighty, next one. Urban Decay all-nighter setting spray is everything and more and I'm never going to change my mind about that if you need a setting spray, that is the one that I recommend. Like I said, my Hooters days, I spray that on my face. My makeup did not go anywhere. I love it. I recommend it. Again, your skin type might not correlate with it. You might have sensitive skin. Your foundation might react to it weird. Everybody's different with their skin. But I recommend that one as far as I go. All right, next one on this list and last one is It Cosmetics Concealer. I know, baby. It Cosmetics Concealer. Oh boy, you're going to judge me for this, but I don't actually care. So I bought this concealer that I have right now. I bought it probably two years ago. And it's still not out, so I'm not going to throw it out. I know makeup has expiration dates. To me, those are myths. It's not like food. If it's not going to grow mold, I'm not going to freak out about it when it comes to expiration dates. And makeup, they have to put a date on there, but that doesn't mean that it goes bad. It's not just going to go nasty and break your skin out and be gross as soon as it expires. Makeup actually lasts a decent while. Now, after a while, the product might wear differently because it's expired, but I'm not going to waste a perfectly expensive and good uh, prime, what is it, concealer just because it says it's expired. Because it still wears just as great. It goes on like a dream. It blends like a dream. A little goes such a long way. It's unbelievable. It's the best coverage. You can get it at Ulta. It's from It Cosmetics and it is their concealer. And oh my stars, I will never use anything else unless somebody buys it for me or gifts it to me. Because I'm just not going to try something else when I know that works. So I'm not that person that goes on a wild tangent and it's just like, I'm going to try something new. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's how I am. But moving on. So that's my list as far as hacks and tricks and such. But I will just tell you, this isn't on my list, but... If you're a person that you want to step out of your comfort zone and start wearing lashes or start doing a bold lip or start contouring or whatever, and you don't know where to start, YouTube, Pinterest, you can DM me. You can look up on Instagram. There's people that do makeup. You can find help anywhere, but go for it. Don't be that person that just stays in the same makeup routine because you want to try something new, but you're kind of scared and don't know where to start. Trying makeup was the best thing that ever happened to me, and I'm not saying that sarcastically, but... If I would have never gotten into makeup, I would have never taken the chance on myself, believing in myself, knowing my passion for makeup to up and move to Nashville. If I wouldn't have up and moved to Nashville, I wouldn't have met Tyler. So it's like I have to give makeup credit for that because I just fell in love with it. I started doing my makeup on my Facebook, just on live videos for fun. I'd get ready to go out and I'd go on Facebook Live and talk to my friends and 
that's just what I used to do. And I loved it so much. And I've had so many opportunities through going to makeup school and modeling and doing pageants. So makeup has really been the huge part, a huge part of my life thus far. So I definitely cannot wait to get back into it. But right now as a stay-at-home mom, I'm not going to buy the product just to wear it in my living room. So one of these days, you're going to see me back on the gram or on Facebook looking like a whole snack and then some with a beat face of makeup. But until then, y'all can wear the makeup for me and I'll just like your pictures, okay? But I hope this helps you so much. I really do because these are the things that I wish I knew when I was kind of not starting out wearing makeup, but when I was doing it and getting frustrated that my foundation wouldn't work or that I was having to buy multiple products, not realizing they can have multiple uses. So these are things I wish people would have told me. And I do have a ton of other little tips and tricks. If you ever have questions, please feel free to message me. I'm not some famous professional by any stretch, not even close. I just have experience with makeup. I'm not good at a lot of things in this world, but I am decent when it comes to the art of makeup. So for that, I can be honest and tell you if you need advice or help, don't hesitate to ask. But I love this episode. I had so much fun recording it. Thank you to those of you who submitted makeup-related topics, and I can't wait for more episodes. Y'all have a great day.